welcome, welcome to Rapid Reviews Radio's episode 72. We are coming at you live on Twitch. And I'm your co-host, Kylie Wild, and I'm joined by, I can't believe it, via video, Pete Beckett. Wagwan. <laughs> we love the gangster there. I'm sorry. Right, okay, in it. Um, so... Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh my gosh, I'm learning all the accents. Yay. Um, <laughs> this is, I can truly honestly say that this is uh, unlike anything we've ever done before. Well, no, that's yeah. not true because we did do it for 50, didn't we? Yeah, and that was a lot more intense than this one. That was like maybe four, maybe three hours of absolute we, madness with loads of people. Because as I say, we had so many guests and um, it was so fun. And so now we're trying this out. Uh, so definitely let us know um, if you're here in chat. Let us know how that goes. If you see this on YouTube, let us know in there. If you listen to us on the podcast already i don't know what more you can do but let us know <laughs> tweet us tweet us we'll yeah. give the contact details later so i always like to start the show with greeting our guests but we don't have any guests today because it's our new show um we do mm. one of these a month um it's it monthly or every four monthly. weeks Okay. Uh, well, well, we'll call it every month, but it could be every four weeks. At the yeah. Same time. So sometimes it's two times a month. Doesn't matter. It's our new show. Yeah. Well, we've got we, this is a five-week month technically. So. Great. By me technically. So yeah, great stuff. But bloody clocks went back, didn't they? As well. Yes. Oh, forward, sorry, and it's I lost an hour and I didn't like it, and I yeah. actually saw the hour being physically lost as well. That's crazy. You texted me that era like, I saw the clock roll over to what did you say from 1259 to 2 yeah yeah and then and then i looked at my phone and i went oh wait hold on a minute 2 a.m means that the spawn cast has just gone live sweet i'm watching live for once oh see i would have been like i'm a time jumper oh i i I did think i was like uh joseph gordon levitt in the movie oh my gosh i have powers i didn't know that and then it would click and i'd be like all oh, right yeah because i actually yeah. did forget as well because i woke up mm. and it was like well i woke up I, I wake up twice i go i sleep for two or three hours and i wake up and i sleep another two or three hours mm-hmm. and my second round of two or three hours i got up at like noon and i was like whoa that's i don't normally sleep till then and then it dawned on me it's like oh no yeah well it's, it's on it, well it's now dawned on me why you were incredibly late then yes <laughs> we will blame it on that um <laughs> yeah um uh but we have an interesting oh i did it i did it one mark me down <laughs> and those for our new viewers slash listeners uh i have set myself a goal of not using the word interesting in an episode except for when i'm yeah describing it uh i know yeah because i say it far 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 too much and uh every time i say it i donate a pound to uh safe in our world i do this once a month and right now this month alone i am now up to nine pounds <laughs> excellent so, <laughs> just just have the running total until the end of the year and then just cut them a big old check i mean that i could totally do that um uh oh, so funny but anyway so 
what we do now, our new format, is we kind of, we do interviews for three weeks and then fourth week we do kind of summation of all the news and all that kind of stuff and then we do our mental health segment which is uh we've got this uh yep. which we come in up later and and it's it's a deep one um yeah very close to my heart and in many ways um of course but uh, we would also usually do listener questions if I actually oh, yeah. didn't, forget, didn't forget how to actually put a tweet out. Of the I forgot. <laughs> so yeah, this is totally my bu- my bad. Uh, but with us being on Twitch, we can get live chat. So yeah, hey, if you I've got been, questions, briefly saved. <laughs> yeah, ask us questions. You can ask us anything. It doesn't even have to be video game related. Um, yeah, of course. But, um, any questions we'll have, we'll probably save till the end, so we're not stopping, starting, stopping, starting, unless it's topic-related. Yes. Uh, so, have I asked you how your week was? I forgot. That's usually what no, I do, is I check no. in with Pete, see how his week's been doing, because that's what you should do, check in. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we have we have already spoken about this probably today, but not on, on, on recording. So, yeah, my week's been fine. Um, picked up Monster Hunter. Uh, my first right. experience, and I played it for an hour and a half. I'm not sure I'm getting along with oh. it, but I did figure out really special. No, not this time. <laughs> it wasn't. It was a disappointment. Like every time. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think it was because I went into multiplayer-specific quests that were yes uh, a bit too difficult on your own. So yeah. <laughs> they can be done, but I'm going to try it out again. I went with um, jewel blades, and jewel blades are fun. Right. But I might try a longsword because I do like a longsword. I'm sure you do. Um, so <laughs> you brought it on yourself. Uh, I did not. I did not. Did. Just get that mind out of the gutter. It. I have a permanent residence set up there. Um, yeah, I know you do. Anyway, how? But I want to know. Well, we'll get to that. My life's boring. Um. But I do want to know when you do try it uh, single player. I mm. want to know what you think of it then oh, at that point. Yeah. So um, the problem with the video is you see how much I move. Um, <laughs> you see how much I touch my face too. So. Uh, <laughs> well, I can't sit still, so I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it's because like I actually shaved yesterday for like the first time in two weeks, so uh, <laughs> I still think I've got like a little bit of a, of a tash, and I'm like, oh, I'm trying to stroke it, like it's not there. <laughs> Just look like a creepy dude stroking his face. No, I'm That's not about right, though. Let's see, I'm checking my mustache. But anyway. Uh, I don't know if you... You can't really see it in my camera, but I did get a new addition to the Amiibo line with, uh, oh, yes. Are You Okay, Terry? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can kind of see them back there in the background. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now I can start my Capcom versus SNK2 team of Ryu, Ken, and Terry. Oh, <laughs> you know, people will laugh at that, but I do like to take my pop finals and make little like matches with them. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got. Uh, well, I need to get my Ken one from um, from work as well as my Cloud one, so that I can actually. Oh have yeah, you definitely need that. the Cloud one. Uh, yeah, and I need to find my Peach one that really like. I'm not going to say what it looks like, but some people have described it as being uh, somewhat a little bit explicit. Really? Yeah, I'll see if I can find a picture of the peach wedding dress amiibo. It doesn't look good, let's say. I'm intrigued. <laughs> New uh, cosplay idea on the horizon? 
Um, no. No. no, no. <laughs> hey, I did Bowsette, man. I he know was. you did, and it was it was as this... risky as it was going to be. <laughs> yep. That's probably the most risque I've done, because I've done Wonder Woman, but even Wonder Woman is more athletic-looking than... Yep. Here's everything! <laughs> oh, wrong channel. Uh, what? I nearly put that in there. There you go. Okay, so uh, as far as my... Um, Right. Oh, goodness. It doesn't really... Not only is it the shop. Not only is it the shop. I was going to say, does it have that facial? Uh, It does, yeah. Oh, look, Nana's now commented on it. Yeah, Uh, it doesn't look that bad. It's more the face. (laughs) No, no, apparently it's the shape of it that's causing the controversy. Yeah. I have to admit, it's a little bit lost on me. Oh, you mean the dress right yes yeah uh yeah let's go with that yeah (laughs) but um what was i saying oh my boring week sorry um so exciting you couldn't remember what you were talking about that's freaking my life now man i don't do anything exciting and um i was tiling all week and uh yeah i'm really enjoying this i just i'm one of those people that when i'm uh in training uh either in boxing or uh, even just weight training, and I like cut my hands or something. I'm like, oh. <laughs> my trainer's like, there is something wrong with you. I'm like, battle scars. <laughs> I, I feel something. Exactly. I That's what I, like, I finally feel something. <laughs> the robot has felt feelings <laughs> of pain. Like, exactly. He's like, yeah, there's there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I have but, to um, agree with that testament. Uh, well, I showed Pete some of the pictures of my. Um, pimptastic uh bathroom because the the previous owners to this this house is a very special house (laughs) but it was abandoned and all kinds of stuff and i bought it and i'm making it not abandoned um yeah you're making your own yeah but the people that owned it before me were very wealthy so there's some odd things odd choices throughout the house and uh my bathroom is uh tiled in gold so (laughs) So. I um I showed that picture to Rachel last night oh, right. uh, or yesterday, and she went. Uh, I'm not going to say exactly what she said because it included <laughs> some sort of expletive. But she did say, "What the, what in the hell is that?" <laughs> oh yes, gold tile, but I yeah, I, yeah. I love it. Yeah, she did at least say that the uh, the bathtub was cleaned up nicely. Yes. I re-enameled, resurfaced my bathtub, which is not easy. Um, and I can see why you pay no. people to do it. But, okay, so that's enough of our boring lives. Because uh, <laughs> that's not what you're here for. Oh, yeah, you're really uh, you're really interested in the misadventures of Kylie's tiling. Oh, gosh. <laughs> hey, look, I'm into it. I tile for six hours. I freaking love it. I love it so much. Anyway, it's like playing Tetris. Like, I'm not even kidding. Um... Don't, don't, because you might actually get me interested in doing it myself oh, it's now. It's so fun. It is. I need to get those tetraminos on the wall. Um, yes. Um, okay. Can you can you just do me a favour, just during a week, just just get someone to record you tiling whilst the, whilst the Tetris music is playing? Yes! I'll set it up on a tripod. I've got a tripod. Do it. Do it. Like, you have to do it now. You, you've committed. 
Yep, I will do that. I'll do a, uh, a time lapse. Do, 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 do. Um, anyway, yep. what was I going to say? Oh, that means that we are going to move on, swiftly moving on, to the news yes. of the week. Do you want we to are. go over uh, the yeah. stories? So, yeah, there's been some pretty big news that's happened over the last month. Yes. Uh, annoy annoyingly, these stories that I have uh, hand-picked out seem mm -hmm. to have come from at least the last two weeks. Which, yes. Yeah, okay. Like Some of the stuff before it was good, but this takes more of a precedent, I would say. Right. So we've got, we've got rumours, we've got purchases, and we've got scummy companies being scummy companies. So we're going <laughs> to start there. Woohoo! Like, uh, let it be known that Rapid Reviews UK does have an affiliation in some ways with getting codes with Activision Blizzard. So yes, yes. Take nothing away from the PR, but no, no, uh, no Activision exactly. Blizzard has laid off at least fifty staff from Blizzard, um, rewarding them with um, firing and a twenty-pound Battle.net gift card. That's but. Uh, rewarded Bobby Kotick, the CEO, with a $200 million bonus. Of all the times to do that! Of all the times! Of all the times! I can't... I, oh. Now, Oof. I want you to get, get into this, Cody, because being yes. a businesswoman yourself and a yep. CEO of a company... Absolutely! This is why we brought this up. Now, would you lay off staff to gain a good bonus like that? Um, I wouldn't because, and I've thought a lot about this through the years as my company's grown, um, I am kind of old fashioned. I'm old fashioned anyway, but I'm old fashioned in that if you take care of your workers, they will take care of you. Oh, of course. Um, because that's how you build loyalty. It's how you build bonds. It's how you build, you want, long-term longevity but a lot of people especially ceos nowadays are not into longevity they're into the immediate and like the immediate profit and the immediate uh, you know short selling stocks and all that kind of stuff that i'm just like yeah. nope so for me it is very very short-sighted mm -hmm. um and add that to a list of some of the controversies that have happened over the last you know year or two with blizzard well 18 months since we've been doing this podcast basically and one of the first news stories i remember covering uh -huh. properly was the hong kong controversy yes. and the, the blitz chung uh incident that happened on the pro circuit yeah and so, but i need to preface this right so the 50 staff that has been released basically from blizzard is mostly all esports related staff because obviously the esports industry has right. taken a bit of a nosedive over the last year is it anyone the why mm. yeah yeah it's 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 strange because you would think that esports done right with, with the proper setup and marketing would have taken off this this year especially or the last two years especially um uh, and the craziness that used to be the overwatch league uh, tons of money i've mentioned before that they pour into those sets and the and just everything um it could have been done. It could have been done. It's esports, and uh, I I think that they could have been an industry leader. But you know, profits yeah, over but, people and all that good stuff. 
Yeah, but the biggest problem, obviously, is the fact that the last 12 months have been really hard on in-person events. You know, they haven't been able to do them. But you look at um, you look at how, like, and full disclosure here, not everyone in the Smash community is bad, uh, but there are a lot of bad actors in that, in that particular community. But the Smash community does seem to have adapted, even though netcode is not exactly great on Ultimate. Right. They seem to have moved to a mostly online tournament, which is fine. Right. Street Fighter seems to have done mm-hmm. the same, exactly. despite the fact that it's got a poor netcode. It seems to be picking up on a key thing here. Netcode plays a big part of tournaments in the last Gee, 12 months. can't imagine and, uh, why. <laughs> yeah, and yet uh, I know obviously Evo was supposed to happen last year, but didn't yeah. because of controversy and online stuff. But they were putting in games specifically like killer instinct that actually has decent online play for their online tournaments so i think this is definitely a a kick it kick in the pants for those who want to actually have online based events that they need to actually put a decent netcode in their game from now on um you get them with shooters shooters seem to have decent netcodes but Mm -hmm. fighting games for some reason don't seem to have them which is quite annoying yeah. Uh, there are some examples out there that have decent netcode. I believe, uh, what is it? Oh, God, Uniel and uh, Uniest, I think it is, uh, whatever version they're on now. And um, I'm pretty sure. Why can't I remember the name of the goddamn game? It'll come back to me soon, but I know some of the art games do have good netcode. Right. Um, but. I mean, this is how bad the netcode problem was with Evo, like, was going to be with 2020 Evo, is the fact that they had them fighting herds as one of the games, just because it had good Uh, netcode. That's awesome, though. Oh, yes, that reminds me. We also discovered uh, uh, a new uh, player on the competitive circuit this week, uh, which I did tag Pete in, which is... um, uh, Tractor simulator, farming simulator. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, <laughs> what? An esports player? No, a player. You tag me in a sport. Well, that's what I meant. I meant player as in on the field player, like. Yeah. Okay, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, it's definitely the most Irish esport of all time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Yeah, anyway, so here's anyway. here's here's another plug. For Call me Kevin. Go watch that video. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, can't, can't do an episode without you at least shouting him out once. <laughs> Hi, Kevin. I know you're listening. <laughs> I would die. I would absolutely die. Oh, my gosh. That's not... You're going to derail me. No, we're, no, we're not going to go into the theory that we think you have. So. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll leave that. So let's I would to pass out, in fact. Um, yes. Yeah. So... Um, can I say something really controversial here? Always. I'm gonna. Um, this isn't Bobby Kotick's problem. Ooh. <laughs> oh, you're saying he's got. Got the... All right, go ahead. He's got. He has a contract with Activision Blizzard that is written by people higher up than him. Right. But he didn't give himself this bonus. It just so happens to be part of his contract when stock offerings go up uh... or stock prices go up. So, unfortunately. 
it seems like management from the very top of Activision Blizzard is only about profit, not about actually making oh, good course. games. Which uh, is, why not both? You, you remember that meme, you know, why not yeah. both? <laughs> um, yeah, oh, uh, Nana has commented on the uh, Arc System. Oh, uh, Strive, uh, yeah, the uh, Guilty Gear Strive will have better netcode. They basically have been putting them in all their games. By them, I mean Arc Systems works. Yes, you are correct, Nana. Um, Arc Systems do seem to have some very good uh, net net codes. Uh, definitely over Capcom or Bandai Namco for sure, because uh, people wanted to obviously play Dragon Dragon Ball Fighters uh, Z or Dragon Ball Fighters, whatever you want to call it, and the netcode wasn't very good with that either, unfortunately. Right. right. And the less, the least we say about Marvel's Capcom, the better, because yeah. that Metco is dreadful. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, we will not get started on that. No, because uh, I could rant about that for about five hours. Yeah, and I could support that rant, and I don't think our dear, lovely listeners will want to sit through that. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe one day I'll just I'll, I'll play it on stream so you can actually see go. how bad it is. Yeah. And then you can hear me ranting about it, it in person. Oh, excuse me. Anyway. <laughs> so next story. Go for it. Uh, did you did you want to say anything more about this? Or are we we're I, just going to go with the idea that Bobby Kotick shouldn't take this I, when he's laying off that, He shouldn't take that. I feel like the battle passes were uh, huge insults. And... Yeah. I think it's telling it was the Europeans that he laid off, and I think it's telling it was the esports. Um, yeah, and I did say telling. he because ultimately he has the final say. Um, well, yeah, as the CEO, he does have that say, but obviously he is beholden is to the CEO those. Uh, or COO? He's the CEO. Okay. Um, I thought he was the COO. Um, anyway, yeah, he, 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 I might executive have officer, not the operating officer. Yeah, no, but I might have him. There might have been another story I read. Anyway, yeah, there, this this upset me quite a bit on an entrepreneurial level because your people, mm. your workers, are your greatest asset. No, you can't always keep them on board because if no. you do go through tough times, like like myself, I couldn't hire anyone uh, the last two years because just as I was about to hire them, we went into lockdown, and then uh, our local government which is mm. a joke um it's <laughs> like you have to pay for people that don't work for you and i was like no i can't do that i can't do that i can't do that at all so yeah. i couldn't hire anyone um because i couldn't pay them i couldn't actually pay them um, yeah they couldn't physically come into your building exactly yeah i bought this new building and i fixed it all up and i was i got all this space for stock and everything and then pew <laughs> it's yeah, well. like, no, why but uh but ultimately what it comes down to is your people who work for you are your greatest assets not the financial yeah. not the money no because you're not looking for long term yeah 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 i mean i would put the product that you're selling right up there with the people that you hire those go hand in hand they're equal yeah, absolutely um, yeah, and always look long term. So that's what I have to say about that. That guy disgusts me. Yeah, I mean, 
I just want to say the only thing that I need to say about Boycottic is every every photo that has appeared in every single article makes him look like the most hideous gremlin of all time. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> like you look at him and you just think, yeah, he's a skeezy guy. Yeah, he definitely looks it. <laughs> oh dear. But anyway. Outside of uh, attacking on uh, someone's physical presence. Yeah, I'd rather not do that. It'll come back to haunt me. <laughs> yeah, I, I just need to mention that anyway. I just yeah. think he looks creepy, so therefore gives off creepy vibe. So anyway, I'm going to move on to... I get told to, uh, that about myself, so I can't. I try not to tell other people. Nah, nah, nah. Who cares? He's just skis. That's all it is. No, I, I, I have very little time for him. He's yeah. dishonorable. Okay. But we're going to move on to a weird story. Very weird story that turned up. Woohoo. Uh, Evo. As we have mentioned already, Evo looks to have been saved. Because uh, the controversy that happened with Evo uh, the back end of, well, I'd say last year as a whole, um, seems to have. Uh, fixed itself in some ways let's say okay because they got rid of all the horrible people that were in there that's, uh, all, that's all you have to do really no but their their future appears to have been financially saved too right okay because, um with a joint venture between rts and sony the evo has been acquired yeah. so therefore what does this mean for the tournament scene with games like Smash Brothers. I was gonna say you'll start seeing a lot of Sony games. <laughs> no, what? This is where people have gone wrong on this. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. is that it seems to be that what Sony have done is they've purchased in purchased the actual event itself, right? Uh, so that they can have some sort of exclusivity on what consoles are being used. This isn't new, by the way. This has happened quite a lot. When Street Fighter V came into the fold, obviously being a Sony console exclusive, uh, they had started sponsoring the event. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as the years went on, uh, since 2016, they have tried to integrate all of the tournaments that are on multi-platforms onto Sony consoles. Right. So Mortal Kombat, um, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, um, Blaze Blue, or... Blue, however you want to pronounce it anything that was basically playable on both mics on the xbox or the playstation they would go with the playstation version um so i think this is what they're going to do so it probably is the case that rts and um sony are probably going to supply ps5 units possibly for these events right will help uh they'll have a good influx of money and um a good influx of um of tech available to them as well as having partnerships with um that was interesting i think it's view sonic that or someone like that or ben q who do the monitors so they've Mm -hmm. got a good partnership with them going but like i said what does this mean for fighters or for games of the uh the microsoft and the nintendo variety uh you know smash brothers being probably the biggest one out of all of them um RTS have specifically come out and said they're not blocking Smash Brothers tournaments now. They are going to allow them to happen. I think that's a wise choice. So long as Nintendo are still up for it. (laughs) Oh, right. 
I guess it is a yeah. And bearing in mind, uh, bearing in mind that uh, Nintendo don't play well with others, especially yeah. Sony. They do not play well with Sony at all, despite being Japanese companies. They seem to get along a lot better with Microsoft for some reason, despite uh, many, many years ago, Microsoft going into Japan, going up to Nintendo when the GameCube was just about to come out and go, your tech sucks. We want to buy you. <laughs> well, that, that's that the was, American way. It, it was, yeah. And they, <laughs> like Nintendo literally laughed them out of the building. Yep. That's how we do. We nag you, and then we take you. <laughs> yeah, so I want to hear what you think about this, because this was uh, this one really knocked me for six. It was like, what? Sony I... bought Evo? Well, I mean, look at it this way. we got a lot to, to, to break apart here. Um, we always go back to Disney is buying up everything. Yeah, you brought this up to me earlier on in the week, where, yeah. uh, was it... Uh, Disney of uh, Marvel's moved over to Penguin Publishing now? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Marvel Publishing is now owned by Penguin Publishing, who I've talked about before. Uh, yeah, who's buying up all the um, printing things, and I bet you Disney will buy a Penguin soon. Yeah, um, so, so therefore they keep their, their rights in-house and they don't have exactly. to pay anyone for publishing. Yeah, they've got a publishing house. A, a publishing giant, let's just say. Right, so watching that and then we watch uh microsoft which we might talk about today but anyway they're oh yeah we are going to talk about that yes <laughs> they're buying up uh certain properties uh type things they're expanding their portfolio okay well bethesda was a huge i think a huge knock to sony um because this means no exclusivity no blah blah, blah. yeah so what's the alternative? Well, we need to buy up something. We as in Sony. We, 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 we've got to put a stake in something. We've got to own something. Well, what are we already familiar with? What are we already very big influencers on? You know, all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so then you do that and then you make your little deals on the table. Um, and this enables uh, not just Sony to run Evo. Mm-hmm but to get contracts from Microsoft and Nintendo. Yep. They're still they're going to make money out of their own exactly. out of their games which yep. is I mean let's be honest here it's, like it's there a back door. it's a backdoor thing. Yeah, but look, we'll be honest here the only game that they have available at, uh, in terms of Microsoft and Nintendo is Smash Brothers and Killer Instinct respectively. Right. Uh, in terms of but, fighting games. But, but Smash is it, huge. Yeah, Smash has the biggest, uh, the biggest entrance and the biggest viewership out of yep. all of them. Yep. Um, it it was pretty evident when uh, Nintendo tried to pull out of of Evo one year, and everyone went mad about it. That they just they just went, well, we're just going to allow you to stream. It's fine, you know. I think it was the controversy with um, uh, Smash Melee being streamed mm -hmm. there when that they had it, yeah. when they won the community vote. Um, mm -hmm. It was all being done for charity, and Nintendo nearly blocks it from happening. Yep. Which is very, very strange, but it's Not, very Nintendo. It's I was going to say, do. that's what they do. Remember that whole no. thing, you know, on YouTube? Yeah, I, I, oh, yeah. I just meant strange, like, why wouldn't you want to do this? It's oh, free, right. free money. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's only helping advertise that, your game. Well, that's the thing. That's what it, like, all of their strange 
DMCA moves and stuff uh, yeah. are like, what? You're what? <laughs> you know, you're shooting yourself in the foot here, financially speaking. Um, yeah. So I will. I will give um, Nintendo some credit in some respects because ever since it, uh, Ultimate's been out, uh, they have really quite embraced the tournament scene a lot more than they have usually done. Uh, right. Even to the point where they've had tournaments at their own events. You know. Yeah. Um, it, EGX had a Smash Brothers tournament and. Um, we were going you know, to have one. Are, yeah, we we still are. Yes. Anyway, so it, they are a lot more open to the idea. But so long as you're not doing something bad with it, like uh, all those people uh, who got really angry about people using a modified version yeah. of Smash Bros. Melee to play online. Yeah, yeah. But of course they're not going to allow it. You absolute no. idiot. <laughs> if you know anything about Nintendo, it's definitely not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, okay. Nintendo. Yeah, we're gonna happily allow an exploit on oh, our console and our game so that you no. can play online. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. No. 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 <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on away from this yeah. story after I read this. Uh, not long, but uh, pretty well thought out um, statement from Evo themselves, Excellent. and I'll get on to get on to who they are, of course. So. A message to our community. Evo would not be possible without the collective passion and collaboration of the fighting game community, and we're deeply grateful for your dedication over the past 25 years. I think that needed to actually be put out due to what happened. Yes. <laughs> and I think, I think so. they're getting on to that. Yes. So I'm just reading on slightly. So uh, we, we know last year was challenging due to the pandemic and the circumstances surrounding the cancellation of EVO Online mm -hmm. involving a former team member who has been completely separated from our company. Yeah, they've addressed it, clearly. They addressed it at the time, but they've obviously made it very clear that you know, he is very much a former member of the team. Yes. <sighs> um, we want to reaffirm that harassment or abuse of any kind has no place within EVO or any of our future events. And we've taken every precaution to make sure members of our community will be treated with the respect, dignity, and decency you deserve. In order to deliver on the trust we all have in EVO, we realized that we needed an experienced strategic partner who truly uh, respects the spirit of the FGC, fighting game community, for those who don't know. Um, this is why we're excited to announce that EVO has become part of the joint partnership of Sony Interactive Entertainment and RTS. The new partnership is committed to bringing amazing tournaments and competitive gaming experiences back to you this year and beyond. We're thrilled to work with the teams at PlayStation and RTS to bring you EVO 2021 online this August. More information will follow on the event. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you for your continued support. Tom and Tony Cannon, the founders of EVO. That's very good for them. Um, um, so we have a question from Nana in regards to this one. Uh, is this related to uh, uh, related to this? Is anime, anime Evo still being rebranded? I ha actually have no idea about that. Uh, I know Anime Evo is a big thing that they tried to get going. Uh, I think in 2019, as I think was when it was first started, but as evo japan i believe oh but okay. he might oh no he's talking about anime evo i think that's completely separate to them evo japan is the one that they're um is is the one that is official through them i believe 
I could be wrong. Could be wrong. I, I have to say that I'm very surprised, but pleasantly in a way, that they haven't completely rebranded uh, just Evo anyway, because there was a while there that I thought that Evo. I, yeah, I thought yeah. they were dead. Yeah. I actually thought that for a very long time that I actually went to the last official yep. event and I would have been so disappointed because I know you would have, yeah. even yeah. even going over there was like a pilgrimage for me because yeah. I'm a huge I'm a huge fighting game fan. I love most of the games that come out. Like Even if I don't play them, I love watching them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the amount of times that I've literally just sat there and watched like Mortal Kombat finals, even though I couldn't cannot stand Mortal Kombat but watching <sighs> high level play is just incredible it's it no, shows it something it so is. different about a game it so I, I I made sure that I went there and if I that would have been the last ever Evo I would have been somewhat happy but still wouldn't have enjoyed the fact that it went out on controversy right so I'm glad that they're coming back I'm glad that they've got rid of this absolute scumbag that was in there um I, I have no no qualms of mentioning it, Mr. Wizard, you absolute piece of shit you are. Um <laughs> no and I think honks, that's warranted. No yeah, I think that's warranted if I'm honest. So um and remember we're allowed one. Um so, but I'm um, glad that they they're coming back. I'm glad they've got this partnership. Uh it it secures them financially for the future, uh as well as obviously having the backing of uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment and RTS means that they can scout venues and being able to help out financially, possibly as well. So mm-hmm. I can only see this as a good thing so long as they don't um, they don't interfere too much with how Evo is generally run because I think it's generally run very, very well. It's one of the better organised tournaments I've ever been to, mm-hmm. and I've been to a few, and most of them are badly run. Uh, yeah, and that kind of leads into our next story, am I correct? Yes, it yes. does indeed, because <laughs> Microsoft are at it again. Yep. All them acquisitions. Yep. This one is a bit stranger, though. It is. It is. For many reasons, but yes. Yeah, I've just got to find the story. So I'll read the headline as it comes from Esports Insider. Microsoft acquires esports tournament platform Smash.gg. What the hell? <laughs> oh, so, we, we know how much Microsoft is known for its fighting games. Oh, I, no, they haven't bought a fighting game. No, they've bought a... I, I don't... Yeah, they bought a platform. Yeah. They bought... They bought something that literally helps tournaments run. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because we know how much experience they have in the fighting game sector. No, what and I that's think me they being are, sarcastic. That's me being sarcastic. I know, but what I think they are actually offering is they're probably offering some sort of stability with servers. I'm absolutely 1,000% sure that's what they're doing and probably even, even developing a form of OS that uh, they can license. Mm, for sure. Uh, yeah, this is just chitching in their pocket. So. <laughs> but uh, it's still yeah. just like, what? Yeah, it doesn't state how much uh, it it went for. I, I imagine it, it wasn't much at all. If if I'm being t- perfectly honest, 
Uh, in yeah, terms of in terms of of acquisitions that they've a, made this year, it'll be a it'll be a cheap one compared mm-hmm. to most. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's probably even going to be cheaper than their acquisition of Skype that many years ago. Oof! oof. They yeah, Skype. We, we, <laughs> I know, but we might get onto that one soon. Enough, I know, anyway. I know, I know. We've got a but, question in chat though about this. Yeah, do you guys think that this is related to the new Killer Instinct at all? Wait. Nana, what kind of info are you hearing? <laughs> Give me it's, your sources, my man, because I've not heard about anything to do with a new Killer Instinct. I, there's been a rumour for a while. Now, I've not seen it confirmed, yeah, but... Let's be honest, though. Like These rumours could be coming from Ken Lobb, and Ken Lobb will talk about anything Killer Instinct all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's the only original developer still left on Killer Instinct, so... Yeah. Killer Instinct, that was a time, man. (laughs) Oh, I know. Look, I tried to play the Xbox One one, and I didn't like it. (laughs) Well, that's just because you love Street Fighter. Uh, no, I'm I'm embracing of all. It was the auto doubles and all those sorts of things. I just couldn't uh-huh. get the grip on. But obviously, I wasn't playing on an arcade stick. So it I was gonna say uh, you weren't using a stick. <laughs> uh, uh, Nano has mentioned no. Um, I was think ah. I would think why would why would you why would they buy something like this unless they want a fighting game? Right. Now so kind I of think a... this is. This is the problem. This is the misconception, I think, that some people have. Um, Smash.gg is literally just a tournament bracket. That's it. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the infrastructure of actually creating a fighting game. But if Microsoft do buy it, which they are obviously in the process of doing so, barring some uh, FCC ruling or whatever, or SCC, whoever it is... um, (laughs) I could never remember. Look, American organizations just annoy me anyway. So, um, so long as, like, if they're going to implement it into having some sort of killer instincts sort of integration, I guess it could work. Uh, unless they're going to use Smash.gg in, um, inside the game itself. Who the hell knows well, at this point? Well, I mean, but, yeah. That, that's probably a possibility, but... It's it's more. Why are they putting their hands on anything fighting related? Does this mean that they're going to enter that realm? Because that's the one thing they don't have. They do not have a toe in there, you know. Yeah, esports um, is particularly poor for them, if I'm honest. So yeah, it's uh, another question. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I was just looking at that one. I was reading it. Thank you very much. Um, Read it out. So Brent has asked. What what if the rumors of acquiring a Japanese studio is true, and that studio has a fighting game? See, we're starting to yes, put the pieces think, together. Yeah, it's very very possible, but bearing in mind they bought Rare and they made Killer Instinct, and well, it was successful enough, but it wasn't without its problems. Yeah. <sighs> no, outside of um. God, Helix coming off of it after season one, and yeah. uh, Iron Galaxy having about six weeks to make TJ combo. Yeah, I know a lot about the development of Killer Instinct, even though I don't play it. Very good documentary on it, actually. It's um, uh, from a YouTube channel called Hold Back to Block. Uh, oh, cool. 
called I think it's called I think it's called Fight On the Killer Instinct documentary. It's very good. Very very much recommend it. Um lots of interviews from in, from insiders actually at um Iron Galaxy and Double Helix as well as Ken Lobb and a few fighting game players like Maximilian and stuff like that. So give it a try. I mean rare I mean it's rare after Nintendo. So yeah, no no, I, I agree. I agree. But I don't know. What kind of Japanese developer do you think that they're gonna acquire that has a solid fighting game that's popular at the time? Who owns Guilty Gear? Let's be honest, they can't... Uh, Guilty Gear is Arc Systems. Oh. That... Right. I think we need yeah, that. Is... <laughs> I mean, that's possible. They've also got Blaze Blue. They've got Uniel as well. Uh, they also... Yeah. Because I can't see them buying uh, Bandai or Namco or anyone nah. of that. They, can't get the, they won't be able to get the licenses at all for Dragon Ball. But there has anyway. been but there has been rumors crap. I need to check my sources. But about them buying up Sega properties. Sega's only fighting game property is Virtua Fighter and Virtua Fighter is essentially dead. Yeah, but it could be revived and i mean i think they are revived. looking at the possibility of being i also, think sega are already looking into them reviving it anyway in a, in sort of an esports way yeah because um, i'll be honest virtual fighter 5 final showdown was fantastic and i don't oh, know why they didn't capitalize it on it at all i enjoyed uh, well, virtual fighter hello much. jay hello great to see you live thank thank you jay thanks for stopping by i know it's Aww, only short yeah it's always good when people stop by yes so um uh yeah yeah i don't know virtual fighter 5 wicked game but just didn't get the support that it needed unfortunately as i always mention for every time we mention fighting games clay fighters bring it back never (laughs) that was so groundbreaking at the time Yes, at the time, Bad Mr. Frosty was one of the best characters in fighting game history. But, no. <laughs> Rather not have Clay Fire back. I love the snowman. <laughs> That's what I said, Bad Mr. Frosty. He's kind yes. of awesome. Oh, gosh. See, okay, but what... <sighs> yeah. Uh, Nana has uh, rightfully put, no, they can't buy Sega, Square, Bandai, or any other big companies because they own too much. <gasps> so Wait, Soul Calibur's still uh, I was literally, just, I was literally just speaking the exact same way of saying, Welcome to Soul, Soul Calibur. Calibur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah Soul Calibur 6 came out recently, and I think as well... Uh, aren't they Bandai? Yeah, uh, Nana's just there saying they're Bandai. Um, yeah, that's that was my thought. Was, yeah, they're, they're Bandai, so they can't do that. Even though I would like to see... Um, uh, God, what's his name? Geralt again as, oh, a, as a guest character. Yes. Oh gosh. Yeah, I, right. I think everyone forgot that Geralt was even in that game. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think people even forgot that that game existed. Yeah, and it's crazy because it was on a bunch of less plays just like two years ago when it came out. I think it was two years ago. Um, yeah, funny that actually. Uh, Jay has brought up uh, Soul Calibur on GameCube. <gasps> of course, it was the best version because it had Link in it. Right. Oh my god. And he gosh. was the only. Uh, and outside of Heihachi and Spawn, he was the only one that actually fit in with the time period. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, 
And and let's be honest, Nintendo made sure that Link was absolutely ridiculously OP as well. Oh, of course. It's their own system, heck yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, but anyway, back to Smash GG. What do you reckon they could do with this? What do you think they're... Do you think I... that they're going to try and find a Western developer to create a new fighting game or revive an old fighting game? I think they're dipping their toe in the fighting game arena. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Or every pun intended. I think 1,000% echoing what you said earlier, they are going to try and build a infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to license this to people like Evo and and other bracket-leading things. Of course. I have something that may work. Well, with all the acquisitions that they're they're making, including Bethesda, Rare, um, oh. Obsidian, Brent, don't get my hopes up. Three uh, four. Well, I've had three four three and all that sort of thing. <laughs> Did you see what Brent put? Because it's echoing what you're saying. <laughs> uh... Damn it! <laughs> yeah, Smash style. You know, Microsoft Fighter. I mean. Let's be honest, it didn't work for Sony, but that's because uh, the character choices were really bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, and also it just wasn't fun. Um, yeah, I mean, who oh wants gosh. to who wants to take stocks by using supers? No. Yeah, well, if that's the only way you can take stocks, no thanks. I would like to see my fan fiction of Master Chief and Doom Guy fight it out and then kiss at the end. <laughs> Great. Now kiss. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, that that was going to be my thing. Was how about if all these acquisitions led they, them to make their own fighting game? They have so many characters to choose from, and Smash makes so much money. I cannot see how Microsoft hasn't done something like that. Fine. Yeah, let me just check something. Oh, so I, I, you, I, mm, sorry, I just I want to check something out. All right, I'll read. No, I've, Nana's yeah, comment. Yes, please. Arc Systems, maybe. SNK just got bought by the Prince of Saudi. Not kidding. So yeah, they're out. They did. Yeah, true. they did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I they saw did. saw it the other day, Unfortunately. Actually. Yeah. So, I yeah, I think they're out. Up. Fine. Let me throw this one out here, then. <laughs> They've already got a really good relationship with them. They're not a Japanese developer. They're Western. Why don't you just buy Iron Galaxy? Which ones do they own? Uh, uh, what do you mean? I'm unfamiliar with Iron Galaxy. Iron Galaxy are basically a port studio, but they were drafted in on seasons two to four on uh, Killer Instinct when Double Helix got bought by Amazon Studios. Okay, okay, I got you now. They have have experience with porting Marvel vs. Capcom. um, God, what was it? Origins, that was the one. Uh, Origins, HD Remix... Oh no, no, no. Skullgirls is dead dead. because it might be. Which sucks. Skullgirls is dead because it might be. But it is dead. It is dead. Yeah, Mike Z Z pretty much ruins that franchise for um, Lab Zero, unfortunately. Just sad because it was a good series. Yeah, and Um, also, like, it meant that there was going to be no more DLC for Indivisible as well. Yeah. Um, You know, we're sitting here concentrating on fighting games but one thing we didn't really take into account um what about the new like a microsoft version of let's say 
Fall Guys or Among Us or something like that, where it becomes a more competitive thing. That is highly possible as well, but I think, um, yeah, I mean, let's be honest, Fall Guys, the um, the developers just got bought by Epic. Yeah. By Epic. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't remember the name of the developer for Among Us, but they're mostly staying independent. Uh, yes, uh, um, I was literally going to say Insomnia, but that's no, not what like, I meant. It's like in something. I yes. Uh, now, I've, now I've kicked it out of my head because I've replaced it with insomnia. Uh, yeah, but whoops. The re the reason why we're focusing on fighting games mainly for them is because Microsoft don't have a fighting game. No, but that's what I'm saying. Maybe they've accepted their weakness in that area, and instead we'll go for some kind of you know competitive, you know, Fall Guys. Uh, I think. Thing. It, I think it could be possible, but um, considering how important fighting games are to esports, <laughs> I think they'd, they'd be wrong to not do something with it. Well, so I just, there's yeah, a, I'm getting, yep. getting there. Uh, for all we know, they want to use Smash GG for the next Forza Championship. Yeah, that would be great. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. There are yeah, other competitive games. Yeah, of course. It's not just going to be about the fighting games at right. all. Uh, obviously, I want it to be about the fighting games, clearly. Maybe but... it's Farming Simulator. Yeah, absolutely. Or Train <laughs> Simulator. Or any of those simulators. Hey, Flight Simulator has a huge fan base. So. And that coming, is it, Microsoft. Yeah, it's coming to Series X and, and S this year. Yeah. So, you know, it could be. Could be. God, that would be actually kind of fun. I know that's so cheesy, but... To fly planes competitively. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do think that just it's just the fighting games that let down Microsoft platforms, unfortunately. Yeah. I know I know they have a lot of cross-platform stuff like with Tekken and right all that sort of thing, but they I think they do need to have their own exclusive, and clearly Killer Instinct wasn't enough. They need to have something else there, because even if like, you know, Street Fighter Six. Let's be honest, we know it's happening. Mm -hmm. um, even if Microsoft were to just do exactly what Sony did last time and just went, uh, yoik, yes. we're going to pitch that off you. You know, I, I wouldn't see that as a problem, although it would be annoying for those who wanted it to be multi-platform. You know, same thing that happened with Street Fighter Five. So I can understand why it might frustrate people, but yeah. tough cookies, I'm afraid. It's business. Speaking of business, we might as well add the next story into it because it all folds in. Ha Can I ask you a quick question sure. about this one first, though? Because it does relate Absolutely. to the story. Mm -hmm. um, do you feel that Discord is worth more than Bethesda? <sighs> okay, but see, my personal feelings... <laughs> my personal feelings are going to tinge this, and um, of course not. Nothing's worth more than Bethesda. <laughs> because... Microsoft are in talks to buy Discord yeah. for $10 billion. Yeah. And yes, I just did the Dr. Evil thing. $10 billion. Uh, $100 billion. <laughs> God's sake. This was uh, mental. This is utterly mental. I'll tell you what I think they're doing. Because they have Skype. So it's kind of like... Mm -hmm. 
and they messed that up that's for sure i actually yep. don't think they're buying discord for the the communication properties nope. that way i think they're buying it because i think they want to retry uh, a streaming service streaming service yeah you know they used to have that one um you mean mixer mixer and ninja and that disaster that is just a disaster yeah but but mixer wasn't created by them it was only purchased by them so it wasn't specifically theirs yes but i, well, I can see no, what you, it was I know theirs what it was theirs i know what you're going with though i know what you're yeah. going with there discord but, is the next twitch but for microsoft no, because it's just a communications platform at this point, isn't it? Unless they at obviously point, decide to but move But they already it have forward. one. They already have a communications platform. Yes, they do. Which is why I think that we might go down the route of something like Google having Hangouts before. It might be something like that. But they have... Don't Doesn't Microsoft own Zoom? No, they own Teams. Or Teams. Maybe that's it. I've been yeah, talking to a mean, lot of people. I don't remember what who owns what <laughs> yeah yeah microsoft is Teams. zoom is like their own platform i believe i can't remember who developed them but i bet they buy zoom um but i i, I really have, mm-hmm. i've got a theory go for it and it's not it's not a unique theory because i've heard this being banded around as well what if because of the rebranding with um xbox live to xbox network Oh yeah. yeah, we forgot to mention that one, but yeah, they've just decided to rebrand Xbox I'm not Live happy after, about that. after twenty years. Yeah, they just decided to rebrand it ne- ne- Xbox Network. It doesn't even but flow off it, the tongue right. But anyway, no, it doesn't. It doesn't look right either. Xbox and you can't Live, say Xbox NT because then you're like, oh, Microsoft NT, Windows NT, and it's like, no, uh, oh, don't. And it just brings back some horrible memories of a really poor operating system too. Yes, um, exactly. Uh, how about if they replace party chat with discord oh my gosh <laughs> that's actually that's that's a thought uh imagine that across yeah both X- xbox for windows pc yeah. uh you know with game pass and uh x cloud the, the console themselves as well i could see the- discord across all of that could be interesting I think that that's a very viable theory, and then I think that actually goes hand in hand with my secondary theory, which is they're going to put a streaming element in it. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to disagree with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to disagree with you, but that's a long way off for sure. I think if they're gonna, if they're gonna do anything with Discord first, it will be the integration across the network. Oh yeah, first. it'll be in stages you know? for sure. But I think that's and actually wa- probably what they're doing is the uh, bringing it all together. Because they're really yeah, trying to make PC and Xbox be cla- cross-platform. So. Yeah, exactly. So this would be the perfect option for them to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they re- completely replace party chats with Discord um, Discord groups. Yep. Uh, you know, they, they replace messaging with private messaging, basically via, like, individual profiles. And yeah. uh, I mean, they already have the, the link with, um, with Discord in the fact that you know, you can link your um, your Xbox account to it to show what you're actually doing. Yeah, I've been caught enough times by uh, by Rezo saying, "Oh, I see you're playing Yakuza like a dragon." It's yeah. like, God damn it, I forgot that even existed. Yeah, I had to turn mine off because I kept getting messages from like tons of people. Oh, you're playing blah blah. It's like, no, I don't want you to say what I'm playing. 
this is no, my secret. No, I just want to be left alone. <laughs> Go away. This is my secret place, not my streamed place. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I think that's the only way that they're going at mm -hmm. the moment, personally. I think, obviously, Xbox Network will have a problem with um, integrating it at first because, let's be honest, they don't integrate things particularly well to start with. Right. But, but this is obviously like with the fact that you know the Wall Street Journal article that I'm using for this one, talking about Facebook owning WhatsApp, Messenger, you know, Instagram, and all of that. It just feels like once again, like with the Disney thing and Pe Penguin Publishing, uh, select companies want to own everything, and it's just yep. Can't we just have something slightly independent from now? I'll try and raise Bamboozy up to own independent. What, its own streaming platform. Yes, I have plans to conquer the world. Okay, look, if you're going to do it, I mean, you should definitely bring back Panda X, Panda Gaming. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll just go, go buy up. I'll buy. Yeah, I'll just buy up anything that's Panda related. Any there you go. Media, free, old media. There's some, there's some free stuff for you there. Free. There you go. Okay. Cool. Uh, so yeah, uh, final thoughts on this one before we um, move on to the uh, probably what was the biggest absolute waste of time well it was a waste of time for you not for me <laughs> no 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 the next story is what i'm talking about oh right 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 um no i think i think we're just gonna watch as microsoft tries to buy up what they can in response to disney buying up what they can in response to you know the next company buying up what they can um, yeah, and that's yeah. I think that's really all we're going to see over the next while. And yes, I and all joking aside, for real, I do hope indie companies will come up. But every time an indie company, you know, rises up and sticks its head up out of the parapet or whatever, uh, another company comes and buys them. And I don't yeah. blame them for selling. Never, because you know they'll buy it for you know millions that they would not have made. I mean, Notch, Notch is a perfect example. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah, like, I can't blame him. I seriously I, cannot blame him. <laughs> I, w I wouldn't either. He's sitting there in... Ugh. He's literally sitting there in his billions in his mansion out in the middle of nowhere just literally laughing at the world now. Yep. So, fair enough. Can't argue yep. with that. Not going to so. go into any more about Notch because I don't want to. But yes. I don't know much about the guy, if I'm honest. I, uh, yeah, I apart know. From, apart from the odd spicy social media post. Well, yeah. There, I Yeah. Yeah. We'll move on from that. <laughs> yeah, just just you watch, uh, just you watch, just wait and see. Obviously, uh, I reckon ten cent will probably buy Zoom. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, I anyway, can see that happen. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Because this is the biggest story that has dominated the last month, and it is actually kind of boring now. So talking about this is now even more boring. But we have to mention that's it what we it want. big, big news. Uh-huh, that's what we want our, our uh, listeners to hear. What we're about to say is boring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's just say now, that everything we're touching on right, uh, with this story is all rumour, conjecture, and hearsay at present. There have been a lot of apparent corroboration between various different outlets, leakers, and and such, including one Nate the Hate, 
um, who is on the Spawncast. Um, Switch Pro rumours have been doing the rounds uh, where they are stating that uh, coming potentially at the end of this year to 2020 or in 2022, there is either going to be a redesign of the regular Switch or there is going to be a Switch Pro. Now, both look like they're pretty similar in some respects. Apart from the fact that they're, uh, the Switch Pro potentially has a new SOC, which is a new chipset. So rather than using the Tegra X1 chip, mm -hmm. uh, it would be using a modified version of a new NVIDIA chipset that would be designed basically around the Switch. Um, uh, because the only... Uh, the, NVIDIA are the only company at the moment that seem to have a particular technology that they've been working on. Um, what's the other one? Why can't I remember the other one? The other one? AMD. What? AMD. Oh, okay. AMD. Uh, AMD are working on something similar, but they're, they're a long way off of it at the moment. And it's called DLSS, with the door, Deep Learning Super Sampling, which is basically an AI technology for upscaling. Mm -hmm. So uh, apparently the rumor goes, as of the, as of the Bloomberg articles, and which has which has basically corroborated Nate the Hate's um, recent investigation and leaks himself, is that the Switch Pro will have a seven-inch uh, OLED screen, DLSS to upscale to 4K, but 720p on the handheld. So the upscaling will be done via the dock. Right, which makes sense. Yeah, it does. I can't see any reason why it doesn't. I'm just gonna throw my hat into the ring here. I don't think they're true. Right. Okay. Um, uh, my only thing to state why I don't think these are true is because there have been rumors about a Switch Pro going back as far as 2016, even before the Switch was properly shown off. Well, my thing is this, and this is just based on patterns. This is based on nothing but pattern recognition. The Switch has been out now for quite a while, and it enjoyed mm -hmm. quite the, I'm not going to say resurgence, I don't think that's the proper title, but or proper name, but quite the boost last year. Mm -hmm. um, I, think, I think the next step is some sort of new tech for the Switch. I do not think they'll come out, I don't, here's what I don't think will happen. I don't think they're going to go from a Wii to a Wii U, you know, so a Switch to a Switch U. Um, I think they learned. Not. I think they learned. I hope they learned. Sometimes Nintendo doesn't learn, but sometimes they do. And, um, but I can see them upgrading the tech. Uh, they're going to have to, because that's ultimately what it is. They're going to have to. Um, okay. Okay. Um, it has been stated apparently recently that Nintendo realized that their mistake big time with the fact that the Wii should have had a HD upgrade right. rather than going on for the Wii U. So that's the only corroborating bit of evidence that proves that it's possible that Nintendo could do this. Right. As well as, obviously, par the past with the 3DS line, you know, new right. 3DS, 2DS, 2DS XL, all of that. So many different revisions of various consoles mm -hmm. throughout the years, you know, the GBA, the GBSP, the Game Boy yes. Micro, you know, everything like that proves That's potentially that it could be it could happen yeah. like, it really could 
But, and considering as well that we heard potentially that Nintendo were readying their studios to make f- games 4K ready. Right. Uh, which came out. But that came out at the back end of last year. Now, if they're doing something like this, it's going to take more than a year to be able to do that. Oh, definitely. Uh, definitely. And it's also not taking into account the chip shortage at the moment. Or the... Um, uh, what That's was a good it? Point, actually. There, there is a shortage at the moment of semiconductors, yeah. which is what which is hampering the uh, the production of the Xbox Series X and Series S, as well as the PS5. Mm-hmm. So, this global shortage means that unless, um, and the only thing that sits in Nintendo's favour is that they're the only ones that are actually using Nvidia rather than AMD. So, Nvidia might have might have a stockpile of this Tegra X1 chip somewhere that they're just making modifications to. I don't know, but if they've got no... If there's hardly any semiconductors, how are they doing that? I don't know. This is what... This is See, what every this is when we start getting into uh, conspiracy theories, which I love, but have no actual basis. Yeah, and, it, <laughs> and the fact is, is that Bloomberg themselves, and I can't remember the name of the... Um, the person who wrote the article initially bear with me a moment uh they basically have come out with a lot of different versions of this particular article where they've said oh it's going to be a switch pro or oh no it's going to be like an upgraded uh, switch version with a new screen and an soc or uh then it's like well it's going to be a corroboration between both and it's uh uh takashi uh i'm not even gonna bother trying to pronounce the surname screw that um anyway so these articles have been coming out for ages. I'm, I'm particularly concerned that they're uh, over the last month. We've had about four different articles that have come out about this, and then every single outlet has come on board and gone, "Yeah, it's definitely happening." Then, <sighs> yeah, you can't do that. We have learned that in our yeah. journalistic yeah. pursuits, you cannot jump the gun. You just can't. Yeah. The only thing, the the only other thing is the potential uh, that. Bloomberg did actually get it right in the fact that there was a Switch Mini, mm-hmm. technically, but it wasn't called a Switch Mini, it was a Switch Lite. Mm-hmm. They did they did have a picture that went out long before the, the Switch Lite was even announced that it is actually true. So they do have track record, let's be honest. But I think they're... Um, I think the fervor and the veracity of these articles coming out is what's telling to me as why this is not happening. Yeah, a lot of uh, thunder, I guess, but no action. Yeah, it, to, to be honest, to me, there isn't a lot of smoke and there's no fire for sure. Yeah, that's the proper thing to say, not mm. what I said. Oh, I know, but still, it's just, I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, Nintendo probably uh, should upgrade the Switch in some way. Yes, they should, 100%. But They're why should they? To. But when you're the top seller at the moment, and you're you're outdoing your competitors who are, let's be honest, a mile and a half like out in front of you in terms of raw computing power. Because once uh, everyone buys two switches, yeah, but this is what's yeah, there to buy? Well, exactly. But this is what I'm trying to say. They've already got a great niche, pro- a great product there that's already selling gangbusters. Do they really need to change that at all? You always have to, because you always have to have something ready to buy. Yeah, of course, but 
like, like I said, do Nintendo need to spend millions in R and D just to 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 possibly earn that back? Possibly, just on a mid mid cycle refresh, basically. Uh, I don't know. It's it. <sighs> Not to it's not easy to develop for. That's what people don't seem to understand. Like they think, oh yeah, just because there's you know DLSS on this machine, like it's automatically going to upscale everything. It might yeah. do. No, yeah. it might do if developers go in and actually put the code in there for in the games. So it will re- require companies or developers themselves, including people like Sakurai, to actually go in and put more work into their game, make sure that you know. 80 plus characters are not being broken by dlss right you know it's a lot of work it's a lot of development time you know people think that putting xenoblade chronicles 2 straight into the machine is going to make it upscale straight away from 360p to 540 no no it's not like the the extra onboard power will help with performance for sure it might take it to 60 frames but it's not going to increase the resolution unless they actually go in and change it. Yeah. So I think a lot of fans are sort of a little bit unsure what DLSS really is. So Oh, I'm sure of that. Yeah, yeah. So we, we need to be careful with that. We can't just jump to conclusions that DLSS is going to be the absolute, you know, lifesaver for all these games that apparently don't look any good on a Switch, which... I mean, I'm looking at Monster Hunter Rise at the moment. Jesus Christ, that game is absolutely beautiful. Right. Um, so, and that doesn't need DLSS, and that's that's Capcom as well, who are notorious for putting out very good-looking games that don't necessarily always run perfectly. Yeah. So, you know, this is this is it's in the hands of the developers then, and most developers might not want to take advantage of it. I don't know. It's just. I just think that these rumours have been going around so much now that I am now so bored of hearing them that I really don't think that this is actually going to happen. And I'll, I'll gladly eat my words if it does happen. I'm not going to deny it at all. If if they announce this Switch Pro with DLSS, 7-inch OLED screen, all of that, I'll go, okay, I was wrong. Right. But Makes I sense. just really don't think it is. Yeah, I think um, I think your your uh, instincts are for Nintendo have always been pretty spot on, um, and I am now seeing the clock, and we are going to have to wrap this up pretty soon. We, we, yeah, we, we are going to have to. But there was one other thing that, that's causing a little bit of the issue with the um, this apparent Switch Pro is that people were talking about, oh, why is it only seven twenty p on the handheld? You know. <laughs> Right. You, don't, you guys and girls do not understand technology, unfortunately. No. OLED is so much different than LCD that they currently have or LED that they may have on there at the moment. Like It will just increase the pixel count as is anyway. It will just make mm-hmm. the image look a lot sharper. OLED, you know, it also, if they increase it to 1080p on the, on the handheld side, think about the what it will do to the battery life. You know, people were complaining that the original oh, Switch right. had problems with the battery, with the fact that you can only play Zelda Breath of the Wild yeah. for two and a half hours. You know, they increased that with obviously the the upgraded version or the the Red Box Switch, as people have right. referring to it now. Um, they've increased the battery life on that one, but if you change it from 720p to 1080p, 
That's more consumption. Yep. Also, the switch will get hotter. Yes. So they need to obviously balance that with, you know, heat resistance, not melting a dock or anything like that. You know, it's true. It's all a balancing act that Nintendo need to do, and they're usually very good with that sort of thing. So if 720p is the way that they're going to go, I'm not going to see a problem with it because if the games still run well and they look good in handheld, what does it matter? Mm -hmm. Because let's be honest here, there are games on the system that look fantastic in handheld, even though they are only 720p. Luigi's Mansion 3 is a good example. It looks great on Switch. Exactly. Yeah. But I played that exclusively in handheld, and it looked mm -hmm. fantastic. So I, I just don't think I don't think people will really notice it. Will really notice what the difference between 720p and 1080p on an OLED display will even look like. Yeah. So, anyway, that's enough of that. Let's move on. Um, well, we only have the one last segment, unless uh, chat, if you're out there uh, and you're listening, <laughs> send us a couple of questions because uh, yeah, we're going get to a, do our next yeah, segment. Get, get the questions in before we, uh, we decide to move on. Yeah. So this next segment is uh, something we call We've Got This, which is a mental health pause in your day. Uh, we used to do it every episode, but then lockdown happened and um every day's the same now <laughs> so. yeah how many times how many times a month can we tell people to wash your damn hands and keep <laughs> keep an eye on yourself mentally check it on your friends check it you know it's like uh, it's the same thing and i don't yeah. know this um, is the number for the samaritans for the 17,000th time exactly i mean and we're all going Important, through it yeah. yeah but this week's um is uh a little bit on the serious side because sometimes you got to be serious um but I, I had an interesting journey i'll just do it from my point of view so anyway this is our two minute segment this never two minutes called we've got this um so i think what a lot of us have experienced the last two years and i mean outside of the pandemic because that's just a thing um is we have watched systematically as our quote heroes and role models have just fallen and just fallen and fallen and fallen just one after another i think last week or the week before i told my story about warren ellis um how much he meant to me and how much kindness he brought me and then boom he's taken down by the me too movement yeah and then we've also had this uh you talking about chris avalon before as well yes who was the uh a creative head creative well, the writer of new vegas is basically what it was um mm. and just other voice actors and, and actors and directors uh, it's just yeah just bam 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 and well let's be honest here like some of those on my side were like obviously people in the smash community like zero and uh, a few others like that exactly. so i just want to go on record now that i think whatever ha what happened to zero the other day was horrible and i don't wish that upon anyone he's obviously in quite a bad situation after what happened and mm -hmm. yeah okay he got he got taken away from the um from the smash community and rightly so for what happened but that doesn't mean that you should lead a man to try and commit suicide that's not fun so yeah god that was ah but that leads exactly right into what i'm i'm talking about uh right now yeah, cause we, ha we have that kind of synergy somehow i don't know why <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um it's almost 
like, we're co-hosts or something. Uh, yeah, it's not like we've been doing this for 72 episodes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I've talked often, well, I've definitely talked often about being autistic. Um, and usually autistic people will have certain things, they call it SI, special interests. Um, mm-hmm. And they can vary, they can change. Mine don't change very often. I sure. am very... Just it's just me for the rest of my life. So my thing has always been YouTubers. I've been really, really into YouTubers, YouTubers and voice actors. Mm-hmm. And um, I, that's just my. I collect them in my brain like Pokemon. Um, so some of my uh, very first experience with Let's Players um, was with Game Grumps. And if you've been on social media, you've heard that some bad stuff went down. Now. What I want to talk about is not guilt or innocence because by all accounts, uh, Dan Avedan didn't do anything illegal. So we're not even going to discuss that. That's for a court of law and all that kind of stuff. That's beyond. Oh, of, of course, we, we had this discussion in the week mm-hmm. where uh, we might have got a bit heated between each other about this one as well because <laughs> I thought this is such a non-story. But yeah, and I was very passionate really about important. it. really important. Yeah. Um, but the why it hit me so personally hard is because Dan has always always portrayed himself uh, and I realize that most people on screen are doing characters I really do I mean it's difficult to kind of get that in my autistic brain but I do accept that it's the character and the character he portrays is a very kind of uh, freedom loving hippie who has respect for women and all this kind of stuff. And I I buy into that. I like it because I like wholesome stuff. When I say wholesome stuff, I don't mean uh, no cussing and stuff like that. I love yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. But I mean wholesome in the not a dick <laughs> type way. <laughs> and uh, what came out, regardless of, again, regardless of legality, I'm not here to judge that. That is not me. I don't think he did anything illegal. But he did some morally questionable things. We'll yeah, say. I was going to say, let's go with the morally questionable yeah. on this one. Yeah, and some things that are I'm quite passionate about. Some experiences I've had in my life that it just was like, oh. So, long story short, there's another one of my quote, role models or whatever you want to refer to them as. Uh, heroes. Heroes taken down. Mm. And so I went looking for anything, anything that could kind of help me navigate through this because on top of, you know, just being autistic and not connected to my emotions, uh, also, this is new territory. <laughs> like, literally everyone I've had any kind of esteem for is the devil apparently uh and so how do you how do you navigate all this stuff well i couldn't find anything i found a weird kind of uh, difference between if you looked up how to cope with losing a role model through like death it was like oh you know it's it's just this comforting words and it's just this and ah oh, you know it's such a tough road we all have heroes blah blah, blah. but if you look yeah. up how to deal with losing a hero through takedowns because <laughs> they did a bad thing it's sure. well you shouldn't have had a hero this should teach you this will teach you that adulthood is pain yeah and it was just like what <laughs> why is one okay and not the other 
So Yeah, I, I don't understand that myself. Yeah. So I did a little digging into kind of like the actual psychology and, and stuff like that because I'm boring and that's what I do. Um, it is it is a very, very extremely normal, and you're not supposed to use that word, you're supposed to say typical, but I don't care, normal thing to have heroes at any age. Um, apparently that is a human trait. Well, yeah, it's not, you know, if you don't look up to someone who... <laughs> gives you enjoyment then i don't think you are human really yeah i mean you? maybe you you're know? a narcissist i don't know <laughs> look I, like i could turn around and say that you know as horrible as it is i thought kevin spacey was a great actor no you know? that, but that that's exactly but he, but in line a, with this he's an absolute scumbag outside of these acting roles yeah so you know, there has to be some sort of separation between art and artists which we've talked about before. We've even talked about with Nana on the show. Um, yeah. So the only conclusion I could really come to, and this sucks, but it's just that keep having heroes. Oh, I agree, yeah. Be just... aware that, yeah, they are human. They may fall. But that's not a reflection on you. Your no. hero is the projection, the image that they projected. That's yeah. what you looked up to. Yeah. Exactly. Now, if I was to find out that one of my favorite musicians was an absolute scumbag, that's not going to change the music. See, and all. that's, I think that's a very personal battle that you have to fight mm. with yourself. You have to come to your own conclusion. The thing exactly. is, Warren Ellis made Castlevania, I, uh, the, the Netflix series. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy that very much. I'm not going to stop watching it. I mean, yes, he's been, he's been let go and, and you know, they've got another producer on and all this kind of stuff, but I'm not going to give up the comic books that he gave me. You sure. know? I'm not yeah. going to... I Sorry, I mean, I had to fight that battle with myself. I am going to stop watching Game Grumps because, unfortunately, that action was too much for me. me yeah. And this personally. Is, I think me. Yeah, I think this is where we had the disagreement because yeah. I couldn't understand where you were coming from personally. But yeah. after a little bit of an explanation the other day, it did make sense that actually, yeah. you know, ghosting people is not fun. I no. get that. But no. <laughs> my, my, my point was you, you initially brought this up to us, to me, as a story. And I was like, yeah, yeah but it was a non-story because he had technically hasn't done anything illegal right you know right. all he's done is be a bit of a terrible human being which is not which plenty of people do and get away with yeah so, unfortunately you know so but, I, I but like i said you know i can understand your perspective on it once you explain it you know yeah just, i i don't think this way i i just think the game grumps are terrible anyway <laughs> ever since john john tron left that was it they, they aren't the same. But people would think that JonTron is an absolute scumbag for Some having a do. political I mean, view. But but this is what we're coming down to. So really what I'm saying is go forth this month, since we're doing this monthly now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Make those decisions for yourself. Search yourself. And don't yeah. feel bad, whatever those decisions are. If you've made that decision, I'm going to keep consuming this media. I know that this person's a scummy whatever, but this media still makes me feel happy and gives me the good vibes. Yeah. Accept that. Say, that's what I'm going to do. 
by the same token, this media now is tarnished because this person is a scumbag. I can't, I can't do it. I can't bring myself to do it. Feel okay yeah. about that. Only thing I would say is don't, you know, go around being like, let's all cancel this person. Let's all blah, blah, blah. I think it needs to be an individual's thing. But again, that's my take on it. Um, and uh, so just go forward. Know that having heroes is not weird. It is not strange. It is not odd. It is very, very, very normal and typical. Uh, mm -hmm. having role models and heroes. Um, by that same token, um, when they fail, because they kind of are going to fail, it's not a reflection on you. No. Yeah, uh, it definitely isn't a reflection on you because you just happen to enjoy some sort of media that they put out or whatever they were, do they were offering. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, you, don't, you don't have to like the person. You can just like the media. And that's exactly what I said before with... Yeah, you know, with Kevin Spacey. Unfortunately, some of his movies are some of my favourites of all time. You know, Usual Suspects, Baby Driver, stuff like that. I really love his movies, but he is a horrible human being who doesn't deserve to be in films anymore. But I can go back and at least watch his old films and still go, yeah, okay, he was once a good actor, but now I'm never going to see that again because I don't think anyone's going to offer him roles anymore. No. They won't so, if they. No, it's good. <laughs> fair enough. Um, unfortunately, he made his bed. He now has to lie in it. That's but. really what it comes down to. Um, and we, you know, but basically, what I I want you guys to know is what I have had to kind of search myself and say, your choice of role model is not when they fail. It's not a reflection on you. Oh. You didn't know that is an image projected. Um, exactly. You know, and um, and I know that I have a hard time telling between a real person and their false image because I don't do that. Obviously, mm -hmm. I'm as real as you get, and I keep forgetting that not everybody's like that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a naivete that uh, autistics have. Um, mm -hmm. So, just do that. Go forth, search yourself, and feel okay. Feel okay about the decisions you make. Mm -hmm. um, because if you've made that decision, it's yours and you own it. And exactly. As always, always remember, we've got this. Yeah. Um, so. Absolutely. But I see that we have got a, a question. Question. We have. Question. So, uh, thank you, Brent. Uh, we have got time for a few more if people do want to get them to us. So get in touch on 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 the chat, obviously. So Brent uh, Apophis eighty nine on Twitch. Uh, has said uh, for the Q&A what about all the game shows Square Presents Game Developer Direct and Idea Xbox etc now I'm going to let you into a little bit of a discussion that we had on Thursday during our pre-planning where uh, the Square Enix Presents was on the document but literally turned around and went it is absolutely freaking boring and I'm not interested in talking about it because I do not want to talk about Balan Wonderworld at all. Uh oh, oh no! <laughs> I think you just inflamed our chat. <laughs> what? what? Watch, because uh, I know for a fact that uh, a few people in our chat uh, were very excited to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I know they were, but 
No, I just meant specifically the square one because it was particularly uh, poor. Uh, um, that's funny. The idea Xbox One I heard was very good though. I, I didn't watch it, but so I'm going to go back and try and watch it tonight. Uh, unfortunately, I can't speak much about it. I heard there was a really good announcements though. Uh, the game developer direct. I actually didn't realize that was happening. Yeah, that used to be the big one for me anyway. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I know I've got Nana in the chat who obviously is a big Square Enix fan or a Squeenix fan, as some people call them. Good old Squeenix. I, I'm look. Let's be honest. Balan One. The world looks terrible. Like <laughs> uh, that game has officially ruined Yuji Naka's name. Um, Sonic did enough of that, like over the last few years. Um, uh, Avengers, like next gen upgrade, don't care. The game was crap anyway. Um, I heard it's gonna be good. Um, what was so they showed off Project Athia, which uh, um, I'm still convinced is not a game. What, what was it? What did they call it? Forspoken, I think they ended up calling. Yeah. Because to be honest with you, like I. Before I saw that they'd officially named it, I saw a meme going around that someone had called it Foreskin. So I was just like, I can't get that out of my head now. <laughs> yep. So. <laughs> That's like me calling Fortnite. I call it Fork Knife because I heard it once and I can't get that out. Exactly. And then what I say, they showed Outriders as well, which mm -hmm. is out in a couple of days. But mm -hmm. the demo was kind of unflattering to me as well. Um, yeah. Okay, Life is Strange. Now, I'm going to have a bit of a rant here on Life is Strange. Um, I like the first game. I didn't like Before the Storm. Yeah, and because of my, my dislike of Before the Storm, I didn't play too. Mm -hmm. um, it's very teen drama. Uh, it I is. do like certain aspects of it. But I seem to recall fans going mad, and in a positive way, about Life is Strange 1 and 2 and Before the Storm getting a remaster coming to the next generation consoles. Which, okay, I think if you buy it as part of the ultimate package for um, uh, True Colors or whatever they call it, um, the new the new game. Uh, um, yeah, it is True Colors, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you remember, and I was one of them, uh, how much further there was about GTA 5 crossing five generations or three generations, sorry well Life is Strange is now one of them too yep so I didn't hear any of you complaining that that was crossing three generations <laughs> so you got no leg to stand on if you can criticise Rockstar but you can't criticise Square Enix and don't nod so, that. Nah. <laughs> I am not buying that game again again no. Uh, no. <laughs> the, only, the, the only good thing they did was releasing all the episodes at once. Thank goodness. It's about freaking time they yeah. did it. I I'm so bored of this episodic wait for a game. I can't be bothered with it. I just uh, want to play the game at my own leisure. I do. I agree with you there. Um, and, and let's be honest here. The power that they've put involved in this one is so unimaginative as well. I feel empathy... Yay! So the fir the first game was like, yeah, I can bend time, I can manipulate time. That was okay, brilliant. Okay, that was the, so much fun. The empathy thing has thrown me, and no, it's not because I'm autistic. It's because it is just like, doesn't everybody? I, feel exactly. Like I I could feel the feels. Like, like I but, yes. I, yeah, that the trailer confused me. Yes. 
Exactly. The trailer like, just confused me. Yeah, it confused the hell out of me too. And I know there are going to be a few of our fans who turn around and go, Life is Strange is awesome. Yeah, I know some me, people. But, that... but, but this is the thing, each to their own. Remember that. Oh, yeah, this is yeah, just yeah. my opinion on what I thought of the trailers themselves. I'm not interested, unfortunately. And like I said, I really liked the first Life is Strange. I thought the characters were really good in it, despite it being very melodramatic teen drama. Yeah. I, just, I did enjoy playing through it. Well, but, um... Uh, I, I think it, my first thought, mostly because I'm getting tired now, <laughs> was uh, when uh, Brent had listed all the shows, uh, you know, yeah. Square, Preserved Game, Dev Direct, ID, it's mm. uh, Xbox, etc. I was like, hmm, wouldn't it be a good idea if some company hosted all of these in one place? <laughs> what do you mean? And maybe called it Electronic... Uh, Whatever the other three E's mean. <laughs> uh, Electronics Entertainment Expo. And called it that. And then I was like, oh my gosh, you've just created E3. So... <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, well, how about this then? Why don't they just do Games Fest then? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> because that's what Jeff Keighley was doing last year. Exactly. Ah. <laughs> oh. Okay, yes. okay, look, I've just brought up the list from um, Idea Xbox. Okay. So I'll, I'll run, I'm going to run through these quickly. So yeah, yeah, Art just... of the Rally. Uh, yeah, Art of the Rally. All of these games are coming to Game Pass, which is an absolute great idea. So fair enough. Um, Art of the Rally, uh, Astria Ascending, Backbone, Boyfriend Dungeon. Oh my god. Boyfriend Dungeon. <laughs> That's a UK. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's two words I like. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. So, Craftopia, uh, Dead Static Drive, uh, Edge of Eternity, Hello Neighbor 2. Uh, I'll be interested Whoa. in playing that. Yeah. Um, uh, Library of Runia, um, Little Witch in the Woods, Moon Glow Bay, uh, Narita Boy, Nobody Saves the World, Omno, Recompile, Stable, she Dreams Elsewhere, The oh, Ascent, yeah. Undungeon, Way to the Woods, The Wild at Heart, and I think, I'm going to be honest, I think this probably was one of the biggest, is Stalker 2. Right. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, that's interesting. Yeah. But 22 games they announced, every single one of them indie games, and every single one of them coming to Game Pass day one. Yeah. Well, not all of them on, onto xCloud or you mm-hmm. know whatever they call the service nowadays but uh, some of them are just console some of them are all free and some of them are just two so there'll be a comprehensive list out there that you'll be able to find so if it's something you're interested in just go and have a look and see yep. but uh, other than that um, the what was the other one uh, game dev game dev direct didn't didn't watch so I yeah I used to be really big into that um yeah, oh, they announced, apparently they announced over 60, but 22 were coming to Game Pass. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up because... You're tired. I've never had to sit this still this long in my life. That's true, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if you've noticed that, actually. Like, I can't even sit still because I've been swiveling my head <laughs> time. Um, but we have appreciated our... Uh, uh, viewers and listeners for stopping by um, you could have watched anything and you chose us and that is a very great honor 
Um, but, to those, but to those listening, you could have listened to anything else, but you chose to listen to us. Yeah, so that too. Yeah. And if you are listening, come check us out uh, as we start to live stream. But, you know, I understand people like uh, audio mediums as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I get yeah. it. But if you want to follow us in the great big blue yonder of the internet, I'm the gonna... ether that is the online. Yes, the Ethernet. Ha ha ha. That's <laughs> terrible. That's terrible. Um, maybe I led you into that one. Maybe you did. Uh, <laughs> Trying to get my mouse working here. Um, okay, so <laughs> as always. Uh, did, you, did you want me to run through the reviews, by the way, from the uh, last Yeah, one? well, okay. Yeah, let me. Uh, I'll intro it and then you do that. Um, okay. But Rapid Reviews Radio, which is what this is, is a supplement. <laughs> to the Rapid Reviews UK website, which is www.rapidreviewsuk.com, where you get all your reviews from AAA to Indie. Um, and now Pete's going to read the headline of the reviews, the names yeah. of reviews. I mean, yeah, it has been a long time, so I've decided to obviously go back as far as the 24th of February. Uh, oh. So, yeah, because <laughs> that's a month. folks. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I was trying to work out earlier on, like, how long has it been since we've done this? It's about six weeks. So I was just oh like, uh, right, I'm going to have to cut this short at some point. Oh so uh, starting from the 24th of February, right the way through until the 28th of March, we've had Rogue Heroes, Ruins of Ta- uh, Ta- uh, Tassos uh, by Rob. Uh, another one by Rob uh, was Curse of the Dead Gods. Uh, that was an Xbox Series X review. We had Little Wood, which, oh my God, that blew up. Well done, Chloe. Absolutely amazing. So many, so many uh, people read that. So give that a what? Give that a look. Good, good review. Um, we had Alex with uh, Astro, Astro Lo. What the hell is that? Who names a game like that? Astro Logaster. <laughs> what i think that's just confusing for the sake of confusing like what are they doing what are they doing anyway uh but that was by alex uh Leibon, so uh number one there uh one by chelsea which was um flipping heck why is every weird name <laughs> review come up this month oh, gosh uh, i'm gonna die Operatica. <laughs> okay uh, then we had um, Gnomes and Goblins. Uh, it was a Steam PCBR review by Jonathan Ober, the man himself who fixes our website. <laughs> um, we had uh, King of Fighters 2002 Unlimited Rematch review by Dan. Uh, Joseph Baroud wrote uh, Rife. Uh, Baba Yaga op- Oculus Quest review by Jonathan again. Uh, Rob wrote Hellpoint. Uh, we had Taxi Chaos by Georgina. Uh, a hero and a garden review by Stephen. Uh, Warrior B review by Dan, another Dan. Uh, Dan L, we'll call him because I'm not pronouncing that surname. Uh, Journey of the Broken Circle by Seb. And then we had Kieran writing Fuhrer in LA review, which the image alone is just hilarious, to be honest. So go check that out. Uh, all right, just loading the page for the next one. So going back, we had uh, an assortment of Western Digital Storage Solutions by Squash Pickle. Oh, nice. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, the man that we once renamed Stephen Pine found out his actual real name and now feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
sorry squash i don't know if you ever knew that i just thought i'd tell you um we, we had nicole review by jason uh natsuki chronicles review by dan l uh mercenaries blaze dawn of the twin dragons by rob uh pacer review by chris armstrong uh dan l with monster truck championship that's a game right up your alley by the looks of it kylie wanted to play it so bad yeah, yeah. we had um Fights in Tight Spaces, Early Access Review by Squash. Um, Drunken Fist Review by Daryl. Uh, uh, Cod Cold War Warzone Season 2 by um, TMX Ghost. Uh, Freddy Spaghetti Review, that is a great name for a game, um, by Georgina. We had uh, Fairphone 3 Plus Review by Chelsea, so more tech reviews from some of the, uh, uh, the higher-ups. At Alex Laybourne with Ghosts and Goblins Re- uh, Resurrection, which, man, that game looks fun. Um, uh, we had Mystopia by Steven, uh, Honor Magic Book Pro by uh, by Overlord Mike. Then we had Rob with the Apex Legends uh, Nintendo Switch version review. And now, next page. Yep, yeah, th- th- another page. Another page. Right. Quickly, quickly. Oh, this is the last one anyway. So, then we had me re- reviewing Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, the game complete edition with um, uh, Ruari. Uh, so that was a joint review, and it's a long one as well. Nine minutes, gotta love it. Um, <laughs> uh, we had What Comes After by Chelsea, uh, Through the Darkest of Times by Alicia, um, Wild, Pe- Wild Peaks by Jason, uh, Joseph Baroud was uh, Rusty Spout Rescue Adventure. That is also a very good name for a game. Yes, absolutely <laughs> um, it is. <laughs> uh, we had Stories of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town by Squash. Uh, it was a very good review as well, and I'm interested in those classic harvest moon game so good work uh glyph review by leah wayne uh another good review as well mm-hmm. black legend review by seb uh mike the overlord was on the epos gtw 270 hybrid uh earphones reviews looks like a wireless here uh we've got 11 table tennis vr review by squash um that looked interesting because that nearly ruined our whole site <laughs> um uh, we've got Cathedral by Joseph Baroud, um, Dead Ground by Seb, um, Sanity of Morris by Kieran. Uh, we had a Samurai Showdown comparative review by Dan L, which uh, actually coincides, which uh, goes alongside my review of Samurai Showdown on the Switch from last year. So give it a check out as well. Uh, and then the last one was Joseph Baroud's review from the 26th of four in a row. And that's all the reviews. And that was longer than I thought it was going to be. That's what they all say. I'm being good. Um, <laughs> That's not good. You so, have said it. In addition to catching us on our website, you can also catch us on Twitter, which is at Rapid Reviews UK, or at the podcast-specific Twitter, which is at RR Radio Pod, or here on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Rapid Reviews. And if you have yeah. anything you want to send us, like questions and critiques comments. outside yeah comments outside of this stuff um send those to podcast at rapperreviewsuk.com i can also. promise you that i handle them so i get back yes. to them yes <laughs> don't worry about that folks uh, <laughs> um and then uh what's that gonna say oh we're also on facebook rapper review uk we're also on instagram rapper reviews uk uh pete yeah. where can they find you um, well, you can find me uh, chatting all load of nonsense on Twitter, um, whether or not it be somewhat, somewhat 
political or gaming related, but that's done at Pete Beckett one, which is spelled B-E-C-K-E-T-T and the number one, because I am the greatest. <laughs> um, and then, Kylie, where can I find you? Oh, if you want to find me just rambling, I don't, there's no rhyme or reason to anything I post. Mostly it's about tiling right now. Also, I'm playing Cyberpunk. Oof. Um, Oof. Yes. I'm glad you finally started it. Oh, least. did you see? Okay, so I need to explain. First of all, you can catch me on Twitter at Kylie to greet K L A Y T E H D R E E T, where I posted a screen in-game screenshot of uh, mm. Cyberpunk, and then I realized people probably don't understand what I'm doing. Um, that was a picture to show how bad the graphics are. Uh, yeah, because I can think I completely missed the point of it too, and I just yeah, like, I didn't realize that. Because yeah. I'm gonna look back on it now and see with the context whether or not it makes any more. Yeah, sense, you can't it. even like I'm standing on a stair and you can't even make out what's on the newspaper that's there. Yeah. that's how bad. Oh, oh and okay, then all right. Everything explodes when you walk by it. So oh yeah, yeah, okay, I did get that. I, oh my god, that. That is that's, such low quality. It's that's so what I'm bad. Saying. That's an in-game <laughs> screenshot of nor. That's oh, just that's so awful. yeah. So <laughs> follow my. I was gonna say YouTube. Follow follow my Twitter for that, and then I will. And as will Pete, will be uh, twitching on this channel uh, or the yes, for the listeners so. the channel I mentioned earlier. Um, and I think yeah. that's that's gonna do it for us, isn't it? It is going to. Um, we'll we'll sign this out, but we'll keep the stream going just briefly anyway, because I was saying I do want to do it at the end of it. So we'll just close out the podcast part of it. Oh, right. Okay. And so keep streaming? Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, so, then we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.